to the ether today is saturday november 26 2022 today on the ether the hellcats weekend ama hosted by hooligan joe joe ligan let's take a listen yo yo can you hear me all well very good very good what's good gentlemen oh i just uh started buying this solana nft off secondary <laughs> we'll see how it does nice one which one the Kalinosaurus. I don't know if you heard about it. Yeah, I did hear something through a uh, Discord chat, but I didn't do any uh, further research on it. What's uh, what's caught your eye? Oh man! Uh, so uh, you have to look at some of my tweets. Their um, their animation, like their three D rendering animation, is absolutely ridiculous. Like the level of detail that went into it is absurd. Apparently they're uh, they're all animators that work for uh, high end studios, uh, Disney, uh, HBO, Sony, Netflix, the whole nine. They've been working wow. on it for like a year almost, and they just launched. Like they minted out to or minted today at ten sol uh, a piece, and their floor price is at basically thirty right now. Wow! Yeah, and they, wow. they've done about I want to say eighty thousand soul in the past hour and a half since they went live on secondary. Wow, that's crazy! Good on them. Yeah. That's great. So, anyways, I was looking at that and trying to figure out what uh, what I need to do. I bought two on secondary because as soon as they dropped, because I, I'm kind of bullish on them. I did eight with royalties. It was like thirty one and a half, and then thirty three and some change for the other one. But they're sitting at about third, so not bad. Nice man. Well, even that, you know, if you're a minter, you'd cop a three X in this climate, no doubt about it. Well, yeah, I meant. Uh, so I didn't get a whitelist. I had a friend that that uh, is in the one of the other uh, NFT projects I'm really heavily into. It's Engine. Uh, they weren't didn't have the money to mint. So we kind of did a trade and they gave me uh, their whitelist minted for me, I should say. And they're going to send it to me here in a few hours. Um, and then I got, I bought two secondary. So. Nice. Very good. Hooligan, how are you going, man? Nice to uh, reconnect. It is, uh, it is good to hear your voice, sir. I'm doing pretty well. Uh, just in enjoying a Saturday evening here on a holiday weekend in the States and been a, been a pretty low key day. I had a little one that wasn't feeling great earlier, but she's doing better. So yeah, doing spaces, hanging out with, uh, hanging out with you guys should be a good evening. Lovely. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And I figured we'd just kind of BS for a few minutes. I always like to start my spaces about five minutes late, just that way people get a chance to, remember and jump on and 
see the room filling up, but it's good to see some cats out there. Uh, it's good to see, uh, looks like uh, some Joes have joined us, and it looks like uh, we got Sunnyside hanging out as well, so dope to see you, friends. Also, you guys know how it works with uh, with any of the spaces I'm hosting. If you want to come bullshit and chat, just throw a hand up and get up on stage. Uh, I'm starting to think Finn's at a rock concert, because all I see are fists just pounding in the air. I feel like I'm at like a Rammstein concert in, uh, in Germany or something, just the fist pumping's out of control down there. Yeah, that's where he's at. He's at a concert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we're going to go with. I I think it's a, yeah, I, I don't think it's very plausible. He's probably holed up in his room editing spaces and smoking weed, but, you know, there's that too. Thus the fisting. I mean, fist. Finn's always good for some fisting. Uh, I'm hoping someone from the Joe community jumps up here at some point uh, after after we chat and catch up with Hellcats, though, and, and gives us an update because that whole movement's been just fun to watch. So um, definitely a movement on the social scale, not not a financial uh, jump in scale. But uh, if you like the uh, the antics and, and hanging with your homies and, and good vibes and good energy, uh, the Joe chain has uh, been pretty darn cool. Um, we're about a minute away. Dim, what have you been up to, man? How you been? Like outside of Hellcats? Sorry, man, you got me. Got you now. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, man, been been quite well. Um, you know, just with the current sediment, uh, like the macro climate, I suppose, just taking the opportunity to spend a bit of time focusing on my health, um, uh, both physically and mentally. So that's been fantastic. Um, got a really supportive partner as well, who's you know really elevated that. Um, she's fantastic. So yeah, man, really been focusing in on, on my health. Um, and what's also come of that is, um, sort of reconnected with my roots pre, uh, crypto. And, um, I was offered a, an AFL, uh, coaching position. So AFL is obviously just the, the Australian football league, but, um, you know, in a semi-professional league, um, yes, yeah, so I'm coaching a, like a, a senior men's team there, which is super exciting. Um, we started training probably two and a half, three weeks ago. So, yeah, just getting back into the swing of things and um, it's just been great to network and, you know, see face-to-face. You know, we're working in a an amazing industry where you connect with so many different people from around the world, but where we do lack is obviously the face-to-face interaction and that's something that I thrive on. So um, I'm really happy to be back into into the coaching I uh, I definitely don't know anything about coaching rugby, but congratulations to you on that. That's definitely dope. And no, I, I do agree. Uh, although we have awesome communities online that we, we hang out with and, and create ruckuses with or degen with or build with or whatever, but touching grass is important. Um, all my grass is covered with snow and it's at that annoying point where like uh, it's ski season here, but it's not ski season yet because like I don't like core shots on my on my equipment, so I'm hoping a few more storms work through so I can get up to the mountain, go yeah, touch some snow, touch some snow. <laughs> yeah, I know everyone's probably thinking cocaine, but no, really, yeah. snow. Just want to go skiing. Yeah. I was gonna say that could be interpreted a few different ways there. <laughs> you never know in this space, Daft. What have you yeah, been up to, buddy? Uh, work, work. And more work. The kids have been sick since basically August, back off and on. The littlest one's been 
six since August, and then my oldest has been off and on. But we had to actually cancel Thanksgiving because uh, we didn't want to get anybody sick, <clears throat> so we kind of just chilled at the house. But uh, I'm I'm working like a madman. Unfortunately, Web two fiat mining is uh, crushing my soul at the moment. I got given a new project. I had uh, let's see. We went through brainstorming two weeks ago, and they gave us a hard deadline of 1-1 for uh, uh, push to market with a wor- uh, workable product. So I'm really uh, having a fun time. No pressure, dude. No pressure at all. You got this. <laughs> Good times. Well, we've uh, we've killed a few minutes, and uh, it's a holiday weekend in the States, so we'll see if more people jump in and join us. But... Uh, our good friend over at Terra Spaces is doing a record for us. So uh, it'll be able to go out to uh, all the Hellcats and anyone that wants to catch up with what we've been up to. Appreciate you, Finn. Uh, Dim, like, let's jump into it, man. Like, I, I noticed there's there's stuff moving about in the Hellcats world, and uh, I'm stoked to hear more about it. And I always feel like kind of special and privileged that you jump on Spaces with me and I get to be lazy and I don't have to dig through Discord. Like, I can just get the alpha from you, but... Um, share away, friend. What's cooking? <laughs> no, it's great, man. And, um, you know, I obviously enjoy our time together as well. So it goes both ways. Um, you know, both via our messaging and the chats that we've had, just really simple, just two guys catching up and just sharing what's going on. So, yeah, thank you again for hosting. Um, just before we sort of dive into the Hellcat stuff, man, and yeah, you're right, there has been some some uh, progression made over the last fortnight that's been quite exciting for the team and the holders and the general uh, community. So um, that's great. But um, I did want to just touch on sort of polygons as a whole, um, you know, if we start a little bit further out into the macro environment and then sort of delve into what that means for us and what it's enabling us and motivating us to do as well. So um, <clears throat> I think it goes without saying just watching Polygon's business development over the last probably two to three months in particular, which is arguably the most difficult time that we've seen in crypto for many, many years. Um, they've just doubled down and, um, you know, they've created a variety of, of um, Web2 partnerships and um, connections. And um, I'm not sure if you guys have, have seen them all, but, you know, if I'm just to rattle off a, a couple of um, Web2 brands that are now building, you know, we've got Nike, Starbucks, Meta, Coca-Cola, Disney+, Plus, Amazon, uh, Mercedes-Benz, Reddit, obviously, um, you know, the NFL, Liverpool Football Club, list goes on and on, right? And what's really exciting about that is that these uh, brands are building specifically to what works for them. So it seems to me as though, like to give you an example now, you know, Nike's coming in to build a Web3 platform. Uh, Liverpool NFT, Liverpool is coming in for an NFT collection. Um, Disney's coming in for an NFT marketplace. So what that shows to me is just a really coherent um, sort of identification from the Polygon team and gone out and saying, what are these companies specialize in and how do we bring them on chain? 
And obviously, they've had a great pitch. Um, you know, they've got great funding, great backing. So, you know, these companies are now wanting to build. And it's just super exciting to see that progression happen. As I said, probably during the darkest time in crypto the last four years. So, um, you know, further that uh, more specific to us, we've obviously seen Magic Eden um, and Polygon connect as well. So, you know, Polygon NFTs are now bought on OpenSea, Magic Eden, and obviously an array of projects uh, sorry marketplaces that are built on polygon so you know super exciting from our point of view watching that unfold and we'll have some um more intimate news with polygon studios in the not too distant future um which we're super excited to announce and uh, i suppose add a layer of legitimacy and um or to our project as we move forward and as we continue to collaborate with these um hopefully larger brands so, yeah, as I said, what that means for us, man, and Hooligan, please interrupt me if uh, you have any questions or anybody else as well. Um, so, yeah, with, with what we've been focusing on in the last probably two months that we've only just come to see, uh, come to fruition is uh, our website. And it's something that we've um, really identified that we could improve um, you know, back in the terror days and whatnot, and now building on Polygon, um, you know, EVM compatible, it's just really made the, these visions um, possible. And, you know, we had the introduction of uh, staking not too long ago, which was great. Um, you know, a lot of this stuff early phase is just for data collection purposes, as well as, you know, bringing some joy into the community and some value or extra value into the NFTs. So, you know, we introduced staking, we gave it a two-week two leeway. Um, you didn't have to have your NFTs unlisted. We were really generous with the distribution of TMT. Um, and, you know, that was obviously a plan that we had early on. And um, for those who aren't familiar with TMT, essentially what it is is our unified gaming uh, mechanic to reward our loyal community members. So it sort of aligns with long-term investing and long-term holders, um, which will, will enable us to um, move through our vision. And, and essentially the Hellcat store is a place where you'll be able to spend those, those TMT rewards, so the Troublemaker token. Um, and you'll, you know, receive an array of different opportunities and we're just starting to see the rollout of that as well. So we're also treating TMT as sort of like a medium of exchange in our ecosystem or like you could almost call it our own financial ecosystem, um, you know, an off-chain, non-transferable currency at that. Uh, but, you know, it's similar to any like, you know, reward, reward or loyalty points that you might find, say, at an airline or something like that. So, um, you know, we've had two uh, items enter the marketplace to date. Um, the first one we thought was just in turn with the times uh, was was a ledger, um, a ledger pack. So, you know, we had 126 unique wallets participate and approximately off the top of my head, I think it was 75,000 TMT um, spent by the community, which is just great to see. Um, we're now you know, got the Hellbull, which is a one-for-one one in the collection, um, you know, where I think we're just shy of two, or maybe a day and a half into this raffle, and we've seen 137 participants and just shy of 100,000 TMT uh, spent by the community. And the way that we're sort of looking at that spent value is how many days of rewards have we removed from the ecosystem? So um, what we're looking at is a circulating supply cap of 1.5 million troublemaker tokens 
and um, we're at we're at half a million right now. So you know, having a hundred thousand TMT taken off the market is essentially like ten days of staking for the whole community. So you know, we would judge that as being really successful raffle. Um, and again, you know, data collection, how we prove the next one, timing, costs, these type of things in terms of how much a, a raffle ticket costs. So these are all the things that we're sort of considering um, whilst these raffles are going on. And, and once that does um, finish up, um, we know we have plans for one raffle per week um, for the foreseeable future, you know, I'd say well into next year. Um, but on top of that as well, we've obviously got our merchandise um, completed and ready to distribute. We've just waited on um, a model to come back with us with some um, great snaps, which we actually received today, um, of the items themselves. So they'll be hitting the, the, the marketplace in the not-too-distant future as well. Um, so, yeah, that's that's pretty much the website development and, you know, the troublemaker um, economy, if you will. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I went on for a little while there, so I appreciate if there were any, con, you know, confusion or questions, let me know. Um, no, you just, you were, you were on a roll, man. So I, I didn't want to interrupt, but, uh, going back, uh, to the polygon stuff, like we'll kind of start there. Um, it's super exciting to see all these, these big brands coming in and, uh, and pairing up with polygon. Cause like, whether you're a fan of big brands or web two coming into this space, it does increase adoption and bring liquidity into the market. And then if you are a fan of, of corporate growth in the space, cause I think it's going to be a part of our space. If we're ever going to see mass adoption from my, my opinion, um, it's exciting stuff. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty well overexposed on, on Matic, uh, NFTs. So it's, uh, it's music to my ears, <laughs> but um, just kind of some food for thought and and stuff to to keep an eye on and and see what that really does to the marketplace because um, like what I was noticing with like revolvers been been doing I probably mentioned this on all my spaces because I'm a nerd but like revolvers been doing these limited edition vinyl record releases with an NFT and then based on what you meant you get a varying rarity and that's the color of vinyl you get and then they ship it out to you which this is all done through Polygon. Um, it's super cool, but one of the things that I'm seeing with this initial onboarding with these big corporate um, entities is everything's going through a landing page. Um, it actually reminds me of uh, Kato, Daft, but like you go to this landing page, you can on-ramp with your, your Visa Master, ACH, whatever route you want, pay for this NFT, but you never really realize you're going to Matic unless you opt into the like, send it from this ghost wallet to your normal wallet. So I'm hoping we can see these big corporate players start to bridge away from kind of this solo space into the broader like crypto ecosystem. Like that's been my big concern. Have you seen any developments there or, or caught wind of anything? Dolph, do you have anything to add there, man? Sorry, I'm like having to plug my phone into the wall, uh, so it's not near my computer. Uh, what was the question? Uh, I was just kind of uh, poking at the. It's pretty cool to see these bigger corporate players come into uh, the the Polygon space, but they're all oh, kind yeah. of using isolated landing pages, and we haven't really seen them integrate into the broader ecosystem very well. I was curious if anyone's seen any development there. 
No, I haven't. And, you know, uh, Matic in general is kind of like a, no, their business, their core business development team is phenomenal in getting new, um, new uh, innovators into the space. It's not what I'm going to say for the, those bigger brands, um, but they're all, you got to figure they're all the alphas of their respective markets. They're not wanting to co-partner with other individuals outside of the chain itself and that core team. Um, so bringing all of them together to one spot or one co-located in uh, place probably is not going to happen in the current timeline. Uh, and I say that because, you know, Nike isn't going to go be second fiddle with, you know, um, Adidas or you're not going to have um, you're not going to have multiple powerhouse brands on one spot. Usually they may even like if they decided to go the NFT route, they may not allow their stuff to be traded on the open marketplaces. They may try to force everybody to their own landing page. Um, the only uh, combined. um how do I say this? The only combined piece that they might actually utilize is like a MetaMask. And since MetaMask is pushing for IP uh, IP tags uh, within their new update, you know, that that allows them to kind of gate people by country and their products by country as well. So uh, potentially, I would assume, because there is going to be that check uh, on the back end somehow. Um, but... I have not seen one co or one main place uh, to go uh, for everybody. That yeah, and that was that was kind of my only my only drawback to the big brands. But again, it's still liquidity into a sense into the the ecosystem, the broader marketplace, and it also makes it more attractive to maybe not those alpha players, but those B, C, and D players who are going to be possibly coexisting in in similar habitats where we might see it drive uh more volume and things like that i guess my my whole thought is is bringing on big players is huge but like bringing their volume is what's really huge right so kind of a kind of a fun fun thought but um you breezed by some alpha that i know you're not going to tell me about dim but like you mentioned you guys have something in the works with with the polygon core team and like, do you have a timeline for when we might hear more alpha on that? Yeah. So, um, you know, no secret that Polygon Studios, um, you know, invested in the Terra NFT community. And of course, you know, that we were one of those, hence our uh, port with One Planet as well. So essentially the way that worked was Polygon Studios partnered with One Planet. And on behalf of Polygon Studios, One Planet represented their interests and their main interests were to get, you know, every Terra project onto Polygon. Um, so, you know, we had uh, many, you know, calls and emails uh, around that itself. And that was sort of the extent of Polygon Studios uh, involvement with uh, the Terra NFT community. Um, since then, we've uh, been able to uh, re-engage and reconnect um, with Polygon Studios marketing and business team. Um, so the finer details, I, I will leave. Um, I will leave out just for now. But you know, some of these announcements were meant to come out um, on the tenth of November, um, but they decided to. Uh, delay any official or uh, any further announcements due to market sediment. Um, you know, since we've been in, in uh, connection with them, but yeah, we don't have an exact date, um, exact date for the following 
uh, announcements on that one. That was more than I thought I'd get. So I'm, <laughs> I'm a pretty satisfied customer. Um, <laughs> and then how, uh, when you were going through merch, because like I've been looking at the raffles and I've almost spent some TM and some TMT on there, but I'm like, I'm kind of waiting for merch. Uh, like when, when do we think we'll see the merch stuff start to hit the, the marketplace? Yeah. So um, with the marketplace and, and, you know, TMT economy as well, we sort of just wanted to start really easy and, and really simple. And we just found the, for the dev work as well, um, you know, the raffles were just much more simplistic for, for us to get done in a shorter time frame, And that's why we sort of focused on that. Whereas um, now the, the next rollout will, of course, be more of a store. So, you know, multiple items on at one time and, you know, more of than just one. Um, but, you know, what we'll then be able to do is one run co-current, you know, items in the store plus uh, raffles as well. So the merchandise itself um, we've had in our possession for, I'm going to say, maybe a month, maybe slightly more. Um, and what we were sort of waiting for as well was some really nice photos of the items as well. You know, we want to be able to market the items um, just, to, you know, to yeah, market the items just as highly as the quality of the of the product itself. Um, you know, we've had a designer from Hong Kong, Alice, who's done all the graphic design for all the clothing, um, and she has her own company based in Hong Kong as well. So she was able to hook us up with some um, pretty crazy manufacturers and suppliers. Um, so the quality of all the items are top-notch, um, which is nothing shy of what we've always done from the get-go with the Hellcats. Um, so, yeah, the models come back today with the with the photo shoot of all the items. Super happy with um, how they've turned out. So, um, look, ETA on, on when they'll be on the store, uh, I'm going to say within two weeks, definitely, for sure. Um, so, you know, within that meantime, we'll probably have one or two more raffles as well. I dig it. Um, and then my selfish question is when is my PFP going to be on some Hellcat merch? Because Daft and I both will agree. This is arguably one of the best looking Hellcats. So um, we should probably just figure out getting that sorted soon. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, we've obviously got, you know, many ideas and plans for the Hellcat store and, you know, what comes in underneath that umbrella is, um, you know, unique merchandise, unique printing, unique art as well. So, <clears throat> for instance sake um you know we have we have some tote bags in our inventory and you know we can put on the store have your own hellcat on um your tote bag um you know we've obviously got a handful of artists on queue so let's say you wanted um you know your your pfp in a different background or you wanted to add some special effects or some extra traits you know we can shoot that um that brief off to the artist and we can get you just a, a JPEG made up. Um, so, you know, there's many ideas that will, you know, start to, to come through in the coming months. And, you know, as I've said multiple times, we're just treating with, we're just treading with caution. Um, every time we deploy something, we want to make sure it's 100% the, 
think the worst thing that we can do in this climate is rush the product to market and then have to take it off or have to revise things. And, you know, I think we don't really want any of those setbacks. So just know that when we launch things, um, you know, it's with caution, it's with deep thought, and it's uh, most importantly with thought of sustainability and, and long term. No, you guys are never short quality. Um, that is the one thing that has made uh, holding a, a Hellcat very easy is every time there's a, a movement on the roadmap, it's very clean, it's very concise, it's thought out. Like you guys have, you guys have really come into your own, and it, I don't know that it started that smooth. I think it's something you guys have really ironed out over time, in my opinion, and it's been good to see. So I, uh, I, I dig where it's going, and. Uh, I mean, I guess custom pieces with my PFP is good, but I still really think you guys are missing an opportunity from a marketing perspective. Because again, arguably one of the best Hellcats. Just, just saying. <laughs> well, the beauty, the beauty of the Hellcats itself is, um, you know, we found with all NFTs, I suppose, but people have a emotional connection with their Hellcat in particular. Um, and that just goes really deep, you know, from our art to our law to our consistency over the last year or whatnot. You know, people holding these NFTs because, you know, they resemble something, they identify with that. And, and that's what makes each Hellcat as beautiful as the next, although you may not think so. Because I would say that my Hellcat's the best one in the collection. <laughs> I mean, it's arguably a good Hellcat. I mean, any, any of the Halos, they they bring some some good, like, uh, provocative thoughts when you see them raising hell. So, I, I, I mean, I'm not going to argue with you, Dim. It's a, it's a good-looking cat. Uh, Sunnyside, uh, thanks for popping up. You got your hand up so politely for such a succubi. Uh, but what do, you, what do you got cooking, friend? Hey, man. Uh, thanks for letting me hop up here and speak. I, I actually wanted to ask uh, Hellcats a few questions on the merch. Um, the we did like a merch store as well and you might have covered this are you guys doing the art in work or or in-house or are you guys doing a dropship company yeah so um we've pretty much given full reins to alice and her uh company um we gave her a brief initially in terms of like our branding our logos um you know we've have got all well, we've got Gen 1 and Gen 2 branding. Um, Gen 2, we, you know, we dropped when we sort of moved to Polygon, uh, just a natural progression and simplicity in our logos. And essentially we sent that to Alice and her team, um, gave her the lore of Hellcats and, you know, what we represent and who we are. Um, and then she came back with us um, with, you know, a bunch of briefs and, and different designs. And, you know, we came to a consens consensus on specific things. Um, and, yeah, she she's done the rest of it. And I think it sort of goes um, in line with the way that Taylor and I operate as founders. Um, we know that we are not the best in many aspects, um, but what we can do is really – um, inspire and motivate people who are really good at what they do. Um, and that's no different with Alice. You know, she's much better at, at, at design. She's got, you know, better connections. Um, she has a better eye for detail for these things. So, you know, let's give her free will um, and just encourage her with, you know, some basic guidelines. And um, that's sort of how we've worked with the merch. Awesome. Okay, thank you. And then I actually had one other idea that... Well, <clears throat> 
I wanted to float your way uh, more so just like for thoughts uh, our project tiny, but like, I know you guys, you guys are like big and you have the following um, and you know, you have the, the funding if you need it. Have you ever thought about doing a website where you make a, uh, and this is just like a rough idea, but you make like a page where people can design their own Hellcat, where they can click through different attributes in a uh, kind of like a generation on the website where then it could be like printed on a t-shirt or something like more in depth like that, where it doesn't add labor to the team creating the merchandise side and lets the user be able to pick and maybe like charge like a more premium pricing, um, something like that. Yeah, it's a fantastic idea, man. I can't say that we've had an idea as such to print onto physical items um, to keep it on, in a digital form. Yeah, we have played and toyed with a few ideas on adding extra layers. Um, we did do something similar for Halloween. Um, you know, you could download a zip file and you know add traits uh, and layers to your own Hellcat. And we have considered building that into the interface of our website for you know other events and maybe just. Um, you know, add items to the store, for instance, sake. you know, something that someone can buy uh, with TMT to add to their Hellcat, which, you know, wouldn't change the metadata, but, you know, you could have that as your PFP as well. Um, but yeah, you've just added an, a really cool layer of, you know, bring, bridging that to any physical items. So yeah, thanks for that, man. I appreciate your thoughts. Yeah, no, no problem at all. And sorry, I might have asked like questions that are a bit off. I've been listening in the background, but I definitely just wanted to get up and uh, get a chance to ask those questions because I, I think I've seen some of the people do merch before, but I think you guys are one of the you know groups that can do it successfully. A lot of people do it and they don't have like any traction with it, whereas I don't think that's the case with you guys. So thank you for your time. No, thank uh, you, man. And you were on topic, bro. Don't stress. <laughs> I, I was going to say one of my favorite things about uh, having people like Sunnyside jump up in your spaces and do just little like sharing of ideas and, and things like that. Um, we've all been in this space a long time, like a couple of years through a lot of the, the Cosmos NFT evolution. But I love the collaborative like nature of, of those that started on like cosmos nothing chains like stars and um where juno's at currently or where we've seen basically i, I guess it's just that collaborative nature that we had in in terra early on too daft you got your hand up what's up dude hey man uh so uh, wife's kind of pegging at me to come eat dinner and uh so i'm gonna hop off to go spend some time with the family but i wanted to say i'm even though I am not currently holding a Hellcat because I gifted my last one and I've been kind of short on liquidity over the last few months with everything else, um, Hellcats is always on my radar, uh, kind of peeking in from time to time and looking, but I will be buying back in at some point. So I am uh, liking what you're doing, Dim, and I, as always, love uh, the community. So just wanted to say, hey, hi, and then move on forward <laughs> and go eat. <laughs> enjoy thanks very much appreciate kind words man hey thanks yep. for dropping in daft uh always good to have you on to to bs and go enjoy dinner with the family we'll do y'all have a good one take care brother um so let's see i'm trying to kind of think where we left off because sunnyside threw us good curveballs that were were on topic but now i'm like 
what you described kind of reminds me in a in a sense of what uh styler was doing with their well not was is doing with their program and their their product on on polygon just a little different in the sense that they're making it or they made it where every layer of your nft was sent to you as an individual nft and then they have a um basically a a build your own styler out of each layer of the nft that you own from whatever nfts you had which was was a really cool unique way to do things but um obviously you could do that in a less complicated way with an existing collection which would be pretty fun to to be able to add and subtract traits uh and get custom merch so it's a pretty dope idea man um tender joe were you wanting to come up and chat just gonna awkwardly leave it at silent on you tender joe um <laughs> well if you come back and hear us uh throw your hand up because you were in my dm saying you wanted to come up and, and drop some joe news possibly um so dim what else is what else has been cooking with uh with the hellcats any anything else that that we should be up to speed on and up to date on yeah um so obviously yeah the most most of the focus has been in the website development which i gave a, a pretty good summary at the start there but um other things that we have been focusing on as well is obviously uh the the unmigrated nfts so i believe off the top of my head we're looking at 750 hellhounds and just shy of 500 hellcats so um we've pretty much locked this in with one planet uh, maybe i'm speaking a little bit ahead of myself but this looks like a go ahead where uh what we will be doing is receiving those assets on the 30th of november and um collecting all the metadata that is left over that is unmigrated and we'll be putting those uh, traits back into the candy machine and regenerating a supply of that amount so the rarity uh will not change because whatever comes goes into the candy machine in terms of number of uh, traits the same will come out but we will be getting you know new hellcats as such and new and new hellhounds as well so they'll be part of the same collection um we're not diluting supply at all uh, we just thought it would be a fun way to sort of get those back into the into the ecosystem um let's just round numbers off and say that we've got 500 hellcats um there'll be a portion that will go to towards the terror community um you know post post uh dpeg um there'll be a portion that will be reserved for the hellcat store and then the remainder will then be uh re-minted for a small fee uh, most likely hosted on one planet um so yeah that's something pretty fun that i think that's uh might be well received uh i mean i i'm just sitting here going when when mint because uh you can bet your ass i'll go throw some matic at trying my luck and seeing if i can pull myself some more kitty cats to my wallet or hounds yeah i think so and i think that's going to be the attitude for the vast majority of people about this um you know a lot of projects that we've seen um you know have actually introduced a whole new collection during this period and just for where we're at um we don't feel as though the demand is there um you know to add you know another 2000 nfts or something um so we really want to curate and make sure that the nfts that we do have um are seemed and perceived with high value by our community and future investors and we think that this is a nice way to create you know a bit of 
um, external uh, viewership into the project, um, which is always exciting as well. And obviously the Mint uh, will be somewhat gated. I don't think that there'll be many going to public, if any. Um, they'll be for, you know, people who are on a whitelist that we'll, we'll obviously tailor make. Um, so obviously just following that as well in terms of the art, um, you know, we have an art upgrade that is not too far away either. The Mint, um, just for a really, really uh, early draft date, it would be awesome to have it on a one-year anniversary of our initial Mint, which was on the 28th of December. You know, that's only one month away, but, you know, a lot of water's uh, got to go under the bridge before that is confirmed. Um, so that would probably, well, would be coming first. And then the upgrade, I assume, would be probably four-ish weeks after that as well. Um, so once the marketplace is up and running, Thomas will be working on the back end of the art upgrade. So, you know, the art's been done for quite a while now. Um, the UI is obviously done as well for the website. So we're just waiting for the back end to get done. And essentially, you know, really basic overview again, you know, we're still talking two months in the future. So, you know, we're happy to take on any feedback and change the way that this is sort of played out. But essentially, this is going to be our biggest uh, revenue stream for the last six months and the next four months. So it's pretty much going to bolster our business and ability to, to reinvest and redevelop or continue development with the project. But, you know, I think it's going to be about a 20 USD fee um, to upgrade your Hellcat. Uh, you, and I think after maybe a week or two, we, that price might get raised. We do want to encourage as many Hellcats to get upgraded as possible. Um, so, um, you won't see a preview of your Hellcat unless it's a one-for-one. One. Uh, the one-for-one's um, due to the, the size of the investment. We feel it's um, necessary for you to actually see if you want your IP to change um, so drastically. Um, but the regular Hellcats, you won't be able to see a preview. So it's sort of like a, a roll of the dice. Like I'm sure when other people do theirs, um, you know, you'll be able to piece together what your Hellcat will look like and what traits are upgraded and whatnot. Uh, but as a whole, I don't think you'll have, yeah, an exact idea of how your Hellcat will look because we do have variations within the art itself. Um, so really exciting update as well with that one. I think that one will be interesting because, like, if you look at like how the bull club or Luna bulls decided to do the Tesseracts to go to a 3d and where you can switch it between two like pixel and 3d, you guys are going the more permanent route. Uh, it sounds like, so it'll be interesting to see if like the classic Hellcats or the new upgraded art, like which one I guess fares better with the ecosystem or community and what it does to prices and collectability. No, you're, you're spot on. And, you know, we can only have predictions on what that will mean for those. But um, what we do know is it can add a serious layer of law um, into our project. You know, let's just say comic number four is about, you know, the OG Hellcats versus the new guys in town. And, you know, we can have something there as well. Um, you know, so we, we do have that in mind as well. Um, it's going to be fully, you know, up to the individual whether they want to upgrade the Hellcats or not. Um, you know, obviously just know that this is our main source of income. Um, so you are helping us out by by upgrading your Hellcat. But I fully, fully appreciate people just love their Hellcats the way they are, man, and, and they don't want to change them. And that is also just as fine. Um, we're, we're, you know, obviously very happy with that as well.
I, 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 jury's still out for me. I'm going to have to see, I'm going to have to see what stuff starts looking like and, and, and kind of go from there. I'm, I'm pretty attached to my cats, but I definitely have one with, with a fair amount of Luna traits. So, you know, might be, might be fun to do something with that one. Um, man, I think I've beat you up on, on alphas that I was going to invite Sunnyside to give us an update on their project. Cause they just finished minting out on Tori with a, a fun little side collection of succubi. But before I did, I wanted to make sure we got, got everything from the cats out. Cause I don't want to cut you short. No, man, that's pretty much everything I, I wanted to share. The main, obviously uh, purpose of it was sort of the website development and, and the foundations of our, our economy and team team, those type of things. And I felt like that that was communicated quite well. Um, you know, if anyone's got any questions on other things that we've spoken about, you know, DMs are always open, always on discord. Um, you know, I'm here to shine light onto the, the amazing team of Hellcats and, provide transparency to, to our community because in a time such as this, people want to know that their investments are safe, you know? Um, so I'm here to do that. Um, you know, I'm always, I'm always around. So thanks very much. Um, yeah. Looking forward to hear about Sunnyside's project. Uh, I super appreciate it, Dim. Thanks for coming on and, and sharing. And uh, like I said, I'm, I'm always stoked to hear what's cooking and it saves me a ton of discord time when I get a cheat and, and get it straight from me, friends. So I appreciate it. Um, sunny side, like what's cooking with the succubi, like what's going on friends. Hey man. And not too much. Uh, honestly, the uh, sweet succubi was probably, well, it was our most ambitious, um, collection to date. And, you know, it was 666, or the usual we go with, uh, minted out in five days. And I think we were the fourth project ever to launch on territory. Um, so things have been, you know, going really well. Uh, we started up our own validator on territory. Uh, we also started up the validator on Stargaze as well. Uh, you know, our whole project is we're going to be cross chain for the game when it comes out. Um, and sweet succubi is the first one, the first chain that we've dedicated, um, a spot on release outside of stargaze. Uh, Juno is another one that we're looking at. Uh, but it just depends on how much our contractor is going to charge, uh, for additional integration. I think it should be quick, but that's why I'm always cautious on promising too much before it actually happens. Um, but yeah, I mean, realistically, you know, we've started sharing gameplay videos. I have the Sunnyside Cemetery app on my phone now. Like, you can play a game. A lot of their action still needs to be done, but it, we're aiming for a February-March release. Um Right now, I think we're on every chain that we want to be. Um, and yeah, realistically, we're just letting development go. And in the meantime, I've been trying to hop on more spaces and talk to more creators and, you know, really just kind of start building up relationships because later down the line is our project. You know, most people view us as pretty small. And I, it's one of the things where, our number of unique holders, I think, is above 1,500 across our collections now. And it's hard not to, like, at least have seen one of the Reapers hanging around. 
So we've been doing really well, but we don't want to run into what a lot of games face, which is a struggle with a user base when they launch. You can have the best idea in the world, right? But if there's no user base to play the game, it doesn't mean anything. So one of the ideas that I really want to lean into is building up these relationships with other creators before the game's release and then negotiating uh, airdrops that can be their collection in our game where we split, you know, any mint proceeds with that other creator. Um, I won't, you know, highlight or gaslight any specific creators, but the idea is we're not going for no names. We get people known in the space to do this. And it does a mutually beneficial um, relationship because now we can arbitrarily add utility to other people's art only collections and make them work in our game while at the same time bringing new eyes to our game. So we have a lot going on. Um, I'm hoping that, you know, I shouldn't give dates, but we're expecting the game's full release to be in March. Uh, we might have an open beta where we mint collections on the test net that can be used in the game. Hoping around January, but like, just don't hold me to that because it, it, it all depends because we'll have to do a lot of art replacement at the end to fix default assets currently in the game. So I, that's where we're at. I literally am like starting a fire right now to hold your feet to on the dates you dropped. So like, just, just know. Uh, I know. <laughs> they're they're set in stone in my head. So January I'll be beta testing. March I'll be be poning my friends and watching Sunnyside Gorilla like community build through all the other like top tier communities to grab like great users. I like your evil genius plan. I think it's I think it's pretty uh pretty uh amazing and sorry I've been smoking a lot of weed on this this uh this space but. Like, I, I want to say sinister, but it's not bad. But, like, it's definitely, like, got evil genius plan vibes to it. Yeah, I, and I've always said this since we've started. It's all a pipe dream, right? Like, no, still most people don't believe in it. But the idea is we never want to rely on the market. We never want to rely on others. We want to be the revenue driver, the people driver, the community driver in the end. Um, it's, you know... Very unlikely, and I always tell people it's very unlikely to succeed, but I've seen the game now, and the mechanics will be there. As long as we see the final end product, I mean, we can really just start being able to, you know, as you said, evil genius plan to, like, try to make us the people to go out to, but at the same time, we can help out smaller creators. Um, or larger it doesn't matter which direction but we can help bring utility and answer that one question that every user in discord asks the first time they enter the discord which is what is the utility and now we can say well our nft you know if you're a different creator works in sunnyside reaper's game and then what we do on top of that beyond just bringing them in we can airdrop future collections to people who play our game. Um, that's another reason or another way that we want to do utility. And these can just be one of one cosmetics that only get dropped one time. 
hopefully if the game is fun and there's a user base there when there's only 600 dropped in total now these cosmetics you can't buy them any other way you can't mint them the only way you could get them is if you were airdropped now if you get those airdrops and the game is fun and the user base is there you can sell them on the secondary marketplace which gives a return to investors for actually just you know playing the game or owning an nft that goes in the game oh man i accidentally hit mute everyone trying to hit my mute button because apparently i got a really fat thumb but uh no i love it dude so i you know i'm a fan though and and i'm a reaper guy so i've got my i think i've got reapers on three or four chains now with you guys so thanks for making me jump around the cosmos dicks Jeez, like well it's not like a marty there anyways but you know oh yeah i mean no, I, and I, I mean, I appreciate it, right? Like a lot of people, um, you know, they ask, I, I had a guy in Stargaze the other day ask me like, well, how come the floor price isn't doing well? And I'm like, we don't care about the floor price. It's like everything that we're doing up until this point is mostly supposed to be low cost. Sweet Succubi, those are going to be profile avatars for the game. So once the game's released, I would hope that their floor price is respectable because it's the only collection right now that can be a profile avatar. But the Reapers themselves, they're just for the airdrop for the game NFTs in the end. And then once the actual game NFTs are out, I still expect the floor price to be terrible because the value per NFT should be based on the utility of the card in the game not the collection as a whole. If you get a badly rolled NFT that goes in the game, it shouldn't be worth anything. Um, So, you know, it's just one of those things that's a different mindset. And one of the reasons I've been trying to hop on more spaces is to kind of like, I hate to use the word like educate, but like make it known for like what the investment is. The investment is if you get a good rolled card and the game is fun, then it should act like Magic the Gathering or Yu-Gi-Oh, where certain cards are way more valuable than others. And if you spend $5 to mint a card, a really powerful card should sell for multiple X the cost of mint. Whereas if you get a really bad card, there's no reason that anyone should want it. But we tried to design it in a way where most cards would be desirable, depending on the archetype you play in the game. I don't even know what to say to that. like outside of it makes sense to me i mean like i it's all about getting into the game like that if if you do any dyor on on sunny side you should know that what you're investing in is getting in the game i actually didn't realize though that the succubi were uh avatars uh for in the game and the only avatars so that's that's dope because i've got three of them hiding in my wallet so yahoo Yeah, and I think that's one of the biggest barriers for our team is it's such a complicated, like, I don't, it's hard for us to relay all of the information and the thought process behind everything that we're doing. So, like, when people look from an outside view, they go to the secondary marketplace and they're like, well, their first collection's not even sold out. And then they may just stop there. But then if you look again, it's like, well nine out of 11 of their collections are actually sold out and none of this really matters right now. It's like, it's not something I look at. It's not something that we track because it's not 
something that we care about. And so every time we kind of add like a layer of complexity, like the profile avatars, it's really hard to get that word out on a wide basis. Um, but the profile avatar would be, you know, we want to have like a leaderboard right away. ELO systems are very easy to implement. Um, so then when it shows like the top, you know, whether it be 50 or 100 leaderboard, your profile avatar, the sweet succubi, is what represents your username or wallet address or whatever we decide to have put there for each user account. I dig it, man. Uh, so I'm stoked to I'm stoked to seeing those not hard timelines met, though. So I think as people get to start playing, that's when stuff will really uh, take a turn and and amplify. And um, it's hard it's hard when you're investing in in like Web three game dev teams as well because like so many fail and so many have such a tough go. So I appreciate that you guys are just doing it bite sized chunks. You've kept it very affordable to, to be a part of, in my opinion. All you have to do is just mint. Like, uh, it's not like I've wrapped up. It's not like I've wrapped up Hellcat's money to keep up with Sunnyside. Um, good God. Be- between Hellcat's and Levana, those are my two most overexposed. And and the whole Levana drama of last week is just, I don't even want to open that can of worms. But, um, yeah, no, you guys have kept it pretty affordable. So I'm, I'm super stoked and I'm rooting for you. You but you know i'm a fan so maybe some of the hellcats will have learned a little bit about what you guys are up to and it's a it's definitely a fun way to go spend 10 bucks or 20 bucks and be able to be a part of a a fun game that's coming down the pike and actually being built versus just nonsense yeah no i i appreciate it again and i i mean you're right a lot of the just to touch on it because i know this is the hottest topic is a lot of the projects that do games they run out of funding and then the game dies or the game flops because they were they were relying on the mint and then you know the game dies um all of the funding for the game um i think the project only funded about 20 mm, percent of the costs or so i actually fund most of the game development so a lot of people are always wondering like how can you fund this and they only look at what the project does but we use the project as a visibility and marketing tool it's not a funding tool for us um and that's just kind of one of the things i always want to point out because a lot of people don't think we're going to build the game even though i've showed receipts i've shown gameplay i've shown the nft integration and i do think games need to be held to a higher standard when they claim that they're going to make one but it's gotten to the point now where I'm like, all right, we can kind of start punching up at this at a higher level. Cause you know, people can ask any question and we have like plenty of videos and proof that we can show that it's very far along in development. Um, oh, and that's what I'm finding with the, uh, the games that are actually coming to market is they're not relying on the mint to fund the game. And in fact, a lot of them, the mint is almost to fund the LP for the in-game currencies and things like that on the ones I'm seeing with, with some success. I wouldn't say anyone's having broad success after DeFi Kingdom shit the bed. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm just stoked. I, I appreciate the, a good builder. And I, like I said, I've, I've been a fan for some time. So I'm excited to, to get to participate and, and play. Um, 
Man, we've been on for about an hour. It's a holiday weekend. Uh, does anyone else have any any questions for Sunnyside or for Hellcats or just some two cents they want to they want to chat about? Uh, otherwise, I was going to say, um, damn, it's about time. It's morning over there, so it's time for you to probably go touch some grass in Sunnyside. I believe you're stateside, so it's probably time to get back to the, to some family. But um, any last words from anyone? Otherwise, we'll we'll put a pen in this one and give Finn only an hour to edit. It should be good on my side. Thanks, Hooligan. All good for me as well, man. Thanks very much. Uh, I super appreciate you guys hanging out with me. Um, I'm super stoked for what both you got cooking in your project. And uh, yeah, man, like just cheers through the holiday season and keep building in this bitch of a bear and we all going to make it. And uh, hopefully uh, next time we do one of these in, in another month or so, uh, I'll have some updates from my end. Cause uh, I can't, I can't say anything other than things are still moving on, uh, on ticks and uh, in our protocol we've been working on over there. And hopefully we'll have another Terra survivor out here doing cool things. Um, Y'all have an awesome evening. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the Hellcats Weekend Spaces AMA, hosted by Hooligan. Recorded on Saturday, November 26th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Now with Spark IBC enabled. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way Resuscitating major players in the waiting room Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom Slayed a few in my early years, often hit the shroom Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news To let us know what we should believe as the latest truth Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role Sorting through support from your endorsements Of course we're tripping balls, handing reports in the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Big thinking energy always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the latch, letting rhythm scratch No shit, spitting facts with my vision smashed Big drip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise Chastise into digging holes in the back nine the latest proof ain't a way to move change the view just a bunch of peck heads living in a chicken coop picking at the dinner finger licking like the plate is good so kick it for a minute then show me what that thing could do two plus two show me what that thing could do two plus two show me what that thing could do two plus two show me what that thing could do two plus two
Yeah.